With Fox's 911, the emergency is always on fire, sometimes literally. Here at Dispatching the 118, we like to take a slower, more careful approach. Look at every detail with the intensity of Sergeant Grant and the enthusiasm of Firefighter Buckley. Hi. Hello. <laughs> we have. Can I just say, before <laughs> sure. we fully get in, I just went to my TV time because I was going to look mm -hmm. at some of the comments on this episode. And the summary for episode two is like a full fucking description. <laughs> Like, is it, is it, it wild? fully tells you what happens with Athena's dad. I mean, we could all in imply what's going to happen. I mean, yeah. Oh, well, before, yeah, so we, anyway. before we dive in, I'm just letting our listeners know I am chugging a two liter of soda this evening because <laughs> that is the kind of day I've had and I am a non-alcoholic drinker. So this is my alcohol. Um, <laughs> I was handed a, an assignment on Monday to do a blog for a customer, by the way, I'm a content creator for marketing. So like I write blogs for people's websites. Anyways, I was handed an assignment on Monday to do a blog for a customer due by today. I've never worked with this customer before. I spent a little bit, uh, the little extra time I had yesterday to kind of research this customer a little bit and I spent all day today trying to understand the content I was supposed to be writing and I still don't understand it so yay we're winning yay yay I know I'm not gonna get fired for not having better. it done but <clears throat> no <laughs> um I did have to make a doctor's appointment today because I messaged my doctor and I said hey um my lymph nodes are fucking huge um, and I don't uh -oh. know why. Can you tell me how to like get rid of this? And they went, you should come in. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you should probably get that looked at, Laura. <laughs> but I was like, well, maybe they just could just tell me like, I don't know, put ice on it. I don't know. <laughs> um, when it's your lymph nodes, babe, it's some kind of like infection. So you need drugs. <laughs> well, I don't think it's COVID. So at least there's <laughs> No, but it. I mean, the worst end of the scale is it could be something cancer related. Yeah. <laughs> and the like I... less end of the scale is, oh, you probably have like a cold or you have strep or something. <laughs> yeah. My throat doesn't hurt though. So that's good. Just the no, lymph nodes. It's weird. Anytime <laughs> I turn my head. Anyways, <laughs> getting into 911. <laughs> Oh, Lord. So I literally was just saying to Laura, I was like, I don't remember anything about this episode except Buddy. Yes. <laughs> All that really okay. matters, honestly. Okay, but to be fair, I literally saw a clip today on Twitter about the opening sequence and like, it's even cooler when you see how it was filmed. And I was like, uh, but it wasn't that cool to begin with. Like, what? Uh, it was very boring. It was very boring. And it, it like, like we've had multiple seasons in a row now where they'll start out with like a three episode thing. And this wasn't even 10 minutes. Yeah. They were like, we're going to scale back this season. I was like, okay, good. It's going to be like one episode. No, it wasn't even an episode. It was 10 <laughs> minutes. We really scaled back this year, guys. Maybe their budget is small. 
I was gonna say it was probably the budget to be completely real <laughs> but honestly so I literally so Karen my roommate um sits and watches it with me now because I've kind of turned her to the dark side um really it was Lone Star that turned her to the dark side because when Lone Star first aired they did it back to back with 911 so oh, yeah. Karen kind of like got sucked into it and then last year she got sucked into about half of the season of 911 so this time she's starting at the beginning we're, we're, we're cl- slowly getting there um oh. but anyway so she says to me before we turn it on she goes wait what's what is, what is the story for this episode and I go oh you remember that um final destination <laughs> movie remember that final destination <laughs> movie with the car race and like disaster struck and like all this shit and she goes yeah I go that's what they're implying is gonna happen at this sporting event game I don't think that's what's gonna happen <laughs> There was some final destination tea to that, though. It was <laughs> certainly something. Mm. Let's talk about it the man who me. thought the girl's medical tubing was a bomb. Oh my god, I hope he's dead. I hope he got <laughs> fucking trampled. Like, no, come I on. hope I hope Athena went and hunted his ass down and was like, you, you sent in a false police report sir caused havoc that didn't need to happen you're being arrested (laughs) no actually though but exactly like he did like that girl and her mom probably wouldn't have been as hurt as they were if he hadn't have said bomb like (laughs) no exactly i can't i just i can't awful (laughs) and like you said like it doesn't even it didn't even look like a bomb like, not mm. that I, you know, know firsthand what a bomb looks like, but I know it's not fucking that. I literally was like, um, bro, that looks like 10 of my diabetes tubes, like, in one. Like, that's the circumference of how big it was. Like, I was like, that's medical equipment, sir. <laughs> yeah. I think I literally tweeted calling him a dumbass. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I, le- I literally called him a dumbass. Uh, yeah. Well, he he really, yeah. He was. Let's be real. He was. Um, yeah, some people shouldn't live. <laughs> That's like, a little okay. harsh. <laughs> but like, just, like, I don't know, man. I had to, this is totally off topic, but I just want to say it real quick, because if I don't get it out to somebody, I'm going to explode. This episode of FBI, the premiere, was um, a guy who was like targeting conservatives and like who was like going to plant a bomb like at a conservative meeting and I had to be so impartial in my review I had to act like I wasn't rooting for him (laughs) (laughs) so I literally went on my Twitter and you know how you can go on your profile and then hit the the search button and like put in a term and it'll pull through out your all all your tweets so I did that I I had to physically search what the no, fuck? you can go to your profile, hit the little search bu- icon up at the top left, top right corner, and it'll search only your Twitter account. Only oh your God. tweets. I always have to do from semicolon, Laura Wilberg, <laughs> semicolon. Nope. Oh. Nope. Nope. You just have to do it from your profile. Learning Whoa. something new every day, guys. <laughs> um, that's how I find my Tom Hanks movie thread whenever I remember to go back and watch movies that I'm doing for him this year. <sighs> But yes. anyways, so I typed hashtag 911 on Fox and the first tweet, it, it wasn't even the 
first or the most recent tweet that I tweeted from 911 Fox, but it was bro. Even I could see that was medical equipment, not a bomb, dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) So there we go, ladies and gents. Like, he was just such an idiot. No, yeah. I that will say was... though, the the aftermath of that with Athena and Bobby talking all parental and shit was adorable. We love Ugh. a Athena moment. I I would if the show was 42 minutes of Bobby and Athena, I would watch it. As long day. as as long as we're not referencing Bobby's alcoholism. Oh my fucking god. We literally just <sighs> talked about this. We did. We and, just said this. and I literally tweeted, I was like, oh, okay, now it makes a little more sense why he's doing what he's doing. But I was like, at the same time, we didn't need to reference that. Like I could have eventually figured it out on my own without the glaring pick me sign. Or even like, like I wouldn't have even figured it out. I just thought he was fucking excited to go on a trip. Yeah, but like, and, and to be honest, I was like, this is a side of Bobby we've never seen before. I was like, he is planning everything to the yeah. T. I, I was, was like, like, this oh, is adorable. Like, he probably idea. is. <laughs> oh my God, um, is that why I'm sort of organized? I'm a Virgo rising. I wonder if that. I'm a Virgo moon. Oh my God. I'm a Scorpio sun, Gemini moon, and Virgo rising. I was like, this is why I'm a complicated mess. Wait, I'm a Cancer sun, Gemini rising, Virgo moon. <laughs> and then That's I have why like we get along so well. Gemini placements. I have a lot of Scorpio placements, which I mean, whatever. Oh God. The only reason, the one thing about Scorpio that I don't ever agree with was the whole like, superly sexual passionate like they do t- say that s- Scorpios are passionate but a lot of times it references in the sexual sense which anybody right. that knows me knows I'm asexual so like that's obviously a no but I'm passionate about a lot of other things so I'm like I wonder if my passion just like scooped into other things it was just like oh you don't want that so we'll go over here <laughs> you know what maybe I will say I never imagined you being a Scorpio because every single Scorpio, every single female presenting Scorpio I've ever met is fucking insane. And my old oh, yeah. roommate, best friend in the world, Scorpio. But the Scorpios that I've dealt with in the past. Listen, I am one insane. of the tamest Scorpios even I've ever met. Like, I know a lot of people that are Scorpios and I'm just like, I'm nothing like you. I was like, maybe God. it's because I was like, maybe it's because I have a mix of Gemini and Virgo in there. Cause I was like, maybe they kind of calmed me down a bit because I was like, normal Scorpios are like off their rockers. But anyway. yeah, they, <laughs> they are. They it's are. <laughs> but you know, anyways. Yes, Bobby is a Virgo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we come back yeah, around to like, Bobby is a Virgo. <laughs> so like wasn't necessary to be like oh, well, you know, they have so much alcohol on cruises. Like, I don't know. Or even well, like- who, who, was it her mom that said that cruises are not fun? And I was like, girl, I feel you. Cause she's like, lately cruises are not fun. I think it was her mom. Cause somebody oh, said really? it, somebody said it in the episode. And I was just like, truth. I feel that. <laughs> Cause since COVID I've just been like, cruises are cesspools of germs. Like I don't know. Oh, them. they are. Fully. But also, I don't 
I can't imagine a situation where I would ever want to go on a cruise. I can't imagine. I nope. would literally rather die. My old roommate, I Lizzie, just... my old roommate, Lizzie, always wanted me to go on a cruise with her. One of the Disney ones. And I was always just like, no, they're the worst because there's children on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, that is, if I'm going on a vacation like that, I do not want to be around children. No, absolutely not. If it's going to be like a, an adults only Disney cruise, let's go. Yes, let's do it. But yeah, no, I don't know. Um, no. I will say again, like, like we said, the whole like, the whole Bobby thing, it's just like, I, there's so much more to him than just his drinking. Well, there is absolutely. But also like, I, I almost wish, like, I don't love, I don't know how to phrase this. So I don't sound crazy. I wish that like Bobby had been the one to discuss it with Athena instead of Athena discussing it with Hen. Okay, I get what you're saying. Like, they have that, like, intimate conversation where she's like, Bobby, what what's going on? Like, why are you so focused yeah. on this? And he'd be like, whoa. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, I, I feel true, like that would have made it not as bad. Right, because he would be owning up to it. Like, it'd be him taking ownership of his sobriety. And for right. that, I'm okay with conversations like that because I'm like, okay, that's accurate. That is how sobriety works. Like, you constantly right. keep that conversation open. Yeah, I do. whatever. Nine one one. I mean, that conversation went badly. However, the Chin and Maddie one went very well. I'm very happy with that conversation. I'm glad that Maddie's the one that offered that olive branch, saying, yes. you know, we don't need to be scared. We can be together. I love that because I'm like, Maddie's the reason they're scared, you know, like Maddie's PTSD and postpartum and all that stuff. Like that was that barrier between them and it's her up to her to break it down. So I was so glad that she was the one that approached that situation and Jim, Jim ran. (laughs) Which like, Uh, I I, honestly, I wish that we could have seen Buck show up. And, like, find out what happened. Because Buck would have kicked his ass. I, it, he would have. He would have been like, really, bro? <laughs> he <laughs> really would have kicked sister. his ass. You're like, you abandoned my sister? Like, yeah. Because you know Buck can be all protective of his sis. And as he should be. That was a dick move. That was that such was. a dick move. I love Chim, but even I was like, bro, you did not stick around for her to wake up? What a dick. Like, even and if- even, even Bobby was like, you are two hours early to your shift. This is not, I'm going to work and abandoning her. This is just plain out abandoning her. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I, the fuck else happened? Um, <laughs> we need to talk about the buddy, uh, the buddy, but also we need to talk about the buck thinking he is captain material. <laughs> somebody needed to sit that boy down and just be like <laughs> you because it's like also like I just Buck also also first of all first of all first of all can we can we actually can we go back to he was originally going to pick Lucy 
over anybody yeah. that's been in the 118 since the beginning of time. Are you effing out of your goddamn mind, Bobby? Like, he Lucy? Was, yeah. Lucy? Oh. Bobby, just, I can't. Thank God we didn't have to see that. Oh, thank God. I was just um, like, I laughed a little when she was like, oh yeah, I hurt myself. And I was like, haha, sucks for you. Literally. <laughs> but then it's also like, no, you didn't. The writers just don't know how to write a woman who just doesn't have a fucking... <coughs> it's fine. <laughs> anyway, um, I... I just, I don't even... Like, Buck doesn't want to be captain. He doesn't, he doesn't want that. No, like, he, he just kind of got ca- caught up in the whirlwind of it all, where he was like, wait, you were going to pick... I think he was jealous of the fact that he was going to pick Lucy, because he's like... Bobby even I've been here longer than Lucy and he's like well no technically she's been here 10 years he goes not at the 118 and I was like you're not wrong Buck you are not wrong right (laughs) so he's like in that respect yes he technically would have been a better captain than Lucy (laughs) (laughs) technically technically but even I can't keep a straight face saying Buck would be a good captain because bro I love you but no He's not made for it, and that's You're, okay. And that's okay. No, not everybody can be a captain. We all need, every team needs those lesser leveled people because not everybody can be the captain. Otherwise, nothing would get done. Yes. I made it sound really bad, and that was terrible of me. <laughs> lesser leveled people. <laughs> that was like very, I was trying, I don't know. I don't even know where I was going with that. Um. All right. I will say I need to, before we really dive into the buddy, I want to give props to Christopher for giving the sickest burn I have ever heard on television. He, without pausing, Buck is talking about something to do with a couch. I don't know how he got on conversation of couch or whatever. And then... Christopher goes, Buck, you don't even have a couch. And it's just like, mic drop. <laughs> and I was, was like, Christopher, I was like, Christopher, you were very real for this. Thank you. <laughs> and he was, he was, it was just, it did make me think back to when my roommate and I in North Carolina did not have a couch for the first year that we lived together. <laughs> Literally the first year. <laughs> but we were poor like it's what did fine. you want i mean you at least you didn't turn that couch conversation with christopher and and eddie into a metaphor for relationships like i'm like 911 i love you but what the fuck and literally during that conversation my roommate turns to me and goes oh he wants eddie's couch and i go yes he does <laughs> like i just at this point the writers something there's I don't even I can't I don't know I don't even know how to how do you write a scene of two men that you know every single writer in that fucking writer's room knows have been teased to be together how do you write a scene where one of them makes the other one and their son dinner and then talks about being afraid to choose the wrong person I'm sorry. Let's back up on that. He not only made the dinner, he tried it out three different times to make sure it was correctly done. 
I hate that it. is that is the equivalent of I just went through my entire closet and tried on every outfit I own to find the perfect outfit for my first date with this guy. So um, nine one one, when's the the big reveal? When's it happening? I I hate and Oliver Stark. You can tell that he fucking loves it. Oh my god, you can he tell. he is the biggest buddy shipper of us all. Like and I want to beat his ass for it. I do too, but I love him. <laughs> it's a love hate it's a love hate yes um do 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 what the fuck else happened oh the I final mean, des- i was like i was trying to remember what you meant when you were like there was another bit of final destination and then i remembered the ring that went into oh the yeah. chest. yes that was definitely final destination shit I just, it was so funny at the beginning of that. You know, what's really funny is at the beginning of that scene when the dad's like telling the son how to stand and whatever for hitting a golf ball. One, I was taken back to my grandfather teaching me how to play golf. But at the same time, I also was like, oh my God, that son is so effing gay. And then he starts talking about his husband. And I was like, hey, I called it. (laughs) No, like they're not secretive when they choose their gay people. No, no, they're not. They're not. They're not at all. Oh, no, they man. showed that man and I said, fruit. Fruit. That's a fruit. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> I want to go back to Eddie because I just thought of another thought about that whole family dinner scene. Um, because that's what it was. It was family dinner. It was family dinner. There's nothing. You cannot change my mind about that at all, at all, at all. It's family dinner. Um, the, the way that Eddie is looking and interacting with Buck while Buck is talking about how he's chosen the wrong couch time and time again. And he wants to make sure he gets the right couch, bro. Okay. But Eddie's looking at him like, I have a couch. You can have my couch. I criminal jail criminal also the way that eddie was looking at buck as he comes maniacally up behind the dude with the saw to tear apart the car because those two idiots wouldn't take their hands off the car because and they were like dehydrated or whatever and and bobby was like so wait as long as they keep their hand on a part of the car the guy the owner guy was like well yeah he goes all right buck and buck comes up with the saw and he like starts to take over and the way eddie looks at him like all right he crazy but i love him (laughs) bobby is the smartest sexiest person on this show he is i don't care what anyone says also the number of times in this episode that he literally had to put his hand on buck's chest to be like all right Calm the simmer down, pup. Simmer down. Relax, <laughs> he was like, simmer down, puppy. Simmer down. <laughs> uh, He's like, I, what a fool. I was just like, Bobby, literally the whole episode, his entire role was, okay, what is Buck doing? How can I tell him to stop? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, you're right, though. And the whole time he literally is trying to, like, subliminally message to Buck, hey, I'm not upset with you. I don't hate you. You are just way too green at this, babe. Like you are not cut out yet. You're not, you're not there yet. You're still a puppy. No. And I do feel, I do feel kind of bad because like, you can tell that Buck like really wanted to prove himself, but like, dude, you don't need to. 
Mm-mm. Like you don't need, like you don't need to prove yourself as like a captain. That's for fucking sure. No, and you don't need to prove yourself to Bobby. Like the number of times he's shown you that like he's got your back no matter what. Like even in season one, when he fired your ass, he still brought you back. He was just like, uh, <laughs> take backsies. He was like, I need you after all. <laughs> like, he's like, you know, and it's just like, and Bobby fought for him even when Buck was like trying to sue the goddamn fire department. We try not to remember that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> try to forget. It was a terrible storyline, but we it can't. It truly was. <laughs> no. Because the thing is, is like, Bobby has been there for Buck when Buck fully doesn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. So, like, you never had to question where you stand with him, ever. Right. Yeah. But Buck's stupid, so. <clears throat> also, can we talk about how... Um... Oh, what's his name? What's his name? Why can't I think of his name? Brian Safa is the actor. Why can't I think of the character? Oh, <laughs> Josh. Josh, thank you. Josh is the biggest Madney fan out there. He is like oh gunning for Maddie and Chimney to be together. He's like, so I will cool. sleep in your walls to make sure you guys do it. <laughs> like he is on that. He is like stalker level love, but it's fine. We we love him for it because it gets Maddie where she needs to go. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I think I had seen a tweet where they were like Josh doing the Lord's work. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I was like, absolutely, yes, yes, he is. (laughs) Also, it was such a nice change of pace to see um, the head lady at the 911 dispatch center. I can never remember her name, but she's one of my favorites because she's just such a good energy. Yes, Um, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Curly-haired woman. We all know who I'm talking about. We all know who I'm talking about. I don't know. Something generic. (laughs) It was very, yeah. Um, but like, and she brings all these newbies in and I just, I can't. And the little, the young boy that like ends up interacting with Maddie, I'm like, oh, you're going to be important for like three episodes and then we're going to forget you exist. Or he's going to die. One of the two. Or he's going to die. Yeah. Could be either. Claudette. Claudette, anyone? Uh, (laughs) Also, can we talk about the fact that my and David are in Miami slash Jamaica. I don't know where the hell else they are with well, I Harry. Thought they went to another country. They but did. Apparently they're in Miami. No. So uh, um, Athena explained it to either oh. Hen or Hen or Bobby. I forget who she explained it to. But she was like, they have a home base in Miami, but they go to this country. And I don't remember if it's Costa Rica or Jamaica or one of those places, like one of those countries that's like out in the middle of the ocean. Um, and they help people there. And then they like have a home base in Miami. But I was just like, let's talk about the fact that Harry's with his dad in a random ass place for no reason. Like, <laughs> just as school is about to start. I'm like, wait, is he staying there for the school year? Like, I'm confused. Seriously. <laughs> he's still like, what, 15, 16? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how old that boy is. I don't know how old anybody is because apparently you can't do it off looks because Ji Yoon is like talking up a storm already. 
Oh my god. I will say I did go back later and I watched that part where she was like, Mama leaves, and she goes, No, mama's staying. And I was like, Oh my god. It was cute. It was very cute. Don't get me wrong, it was. But Karen and I both looked at each other and we're like, she's like only 18 months old at most. Like that's a bit I mean, advanced, but I don't know. Who knows? I mean, some it babies might cute, be like, smart enough. I don't know. That kind of, like, it's not even, it's not even about the kid being smart. It's about that being one of the worst bits of dialogue we've ever heard on 911. <laughs> like, are you fucking serious? <clears throat> no. Mama's staying. Are you, what? what? <laughs> this is a show for adults. You know that, right? <laughs> well like, so so my roommate made a comment uh, about Maddie she was like man Maddie really got heavy and I was like you do realize that Jennifer Love Hewitt had a baby right and she's like wait she did and I go yeah that's why she wasn't in last season <laughs> and she goes oh I had no idea <laughs> that's actually I actually um forgot about that until right now <laughs> I go, what are you I was like what are you fat shaming a new mom thanks Karen <laughs> Damn, <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> oh my lord. Oh damn. Pulled out, of my, pulled out of my thread of 911 tweets and now I have to find them again. <laughs> I was like, because I was going through them just to be like, I want to remember in the moment what my reactions were. Okay, the fact that it took them till the end of the episode to finally say hen was the interim chap captain i was like come on we knew that was going to happen from the first moment he mentioned needing a captain cover-up like she, like that should be illegal yeah. i'm so serious it, it should just, be illegal for anybody to have been also chosen. the fact that the fact that chim was like wait you weren't gonna pick me and he goes chim the last time you did this you said <laughs> never again he goes oh yeah you're right <laughs> and i was just like and and hen even was like no we said never again <laughs> he got too fat and but to be fair that was actually a bit of fun storytelling like Ch chim being the captain was actually kind of funny back in the day yeah because he got power hungry and it was so anti-chim that it was really funny I also think it was really fun and really interesting that the writers remembered a part of their previous storyline. <laughs> um, yes. Because they did never do. We did really good this this episode with remembering things from the past. Mm -hmm. we, we, we did we, we're 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 um we're getting a little bit better there. Yeah. Just a little. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. They also uh, did is, a very they did a really good use of flashbacks as well in this episode with Chim and Maddie feeling yes. all the feelings I think they used a really good song too I just didn't mark it in my tweets so I don't remember which one it was they use yeah, good music like is, is this wait now I I'm gonna look at our DMs because I feel like I fully was like the song is ass I don't think we DM'd about the song I don't either now that I am looking at it but <laughs> I do remember saying you have I mean, said it you have it. said it about music in the past you said this song yes. was ass and I'm like oh really because I like it <laughs> <laughs> yeah hmm. um I will say he's going to hell yeah why did you make her like and I understand she's like a new mom whatever but like 
there was no reason they had to make her look that fucking tired. No reason. Like, yeah. she shares time with that baby. <clears throat> yeah, especially after the epi- the part of the episode where she spent the night with Chim. What? <laughs> she still looked tired. I'm like, bitch, wh- 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 what happened here? Oh, my God. It was just so strange. I did tweet out perfect song choice. Love it. After I tweeted, Bobby, why are you being super anal about all this? But I don't oh, know was... what I was referencing for that song. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Because I remember it? it coming on and me going, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like the song. The song's great. But I just remember being like, this is absolutely stupid. And now, of course, I can't remember what well the song was. Oh, wait, go on Tune Find. Tune Find? Yeah. Hold on, let me go to it. Okay. It's like a website that has songs that were yeah, in yeah. episodes. I'm on it. It's incredible. Oh, my God. I didn't know one was a band. <laughs> <laughs> Season six. Um, they just have let. They just have. What songs do they have? Oh, okay. Hold on. In the air tonight. It was hold on. Oh, yeah. it was hold, <laughs> hold on. Yes. It was yes. I was like, I... I was like, I love this song. But to be fair, in the moment, I was just like, okay, I love this song. But like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, I love the song. And I went to a birthday party two days before this aired on Saturday night and sang karaoke. Hold on with my friend. Oh, I think love theme was the one that was playing during the flashbacks with Maddie and Chim. Sounds about yeah. right. Sounds about right. I don't feel like they would put issues during the flashbacks. When issues came on, though, what? <laughs> I hate that song. I hate yeah. that song. I was like, I was like, yeah, I got issues. <laughs> like, you're welcome ladies and gentlemen you get to hear me sing I just I think that whoever is in that sound department is going to prison well if anytime a show uses hold on someone needs to do an outrageously over exaggerated karaoke of it because like that's the only way you can deal with that song exactly well okay (laughs) it's a good song it's a, no, 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 it's a good song, but I'm saying like, no, but I'm saying like the only way I ever see it is like in my head visually is someone like really getting into it, singing it. So I'm like, you can't really just use that as a background song. Like, you know, yeah, you, no, got, you gotta make true. it part of the scene. You gotta make yeah, it part really of the scene. Um, I also am just thinking about, I think it was Bridesmaids that they did it. <laughs> oh yes, it was Bridesmaids. <laughs> oh yeah. That movie is a hot mess. I fucking love that movie so much. And that's one of my favorite scenes. Of course it is. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Look, Paul Feig is a king. And fuck anybody who says differently. Who? The guy who he wrote and directed it. Or maybe he just directed it. Oh, okay. But he directed, like, the new Ghostbusters. He directed A Simple Favor. Oh, okay. Freaks and Geeks. Okay, well, Freaks and Geeks is iconic, so... Exactly, because Paul Feig is iconic. Fair enough. <laughs> I did not realize that's who that was, but yeah, okay. Anyways, I feel like that was all that happened in this episode. Oh wait, we didn't even talk about the ending. 
Also, can I just give a shout out to Hen for being a badass? She is a full-time EMT firefighter, full-time mother, full-time wife, and she's going to fucking medical school. Hell yeah, bitch. She is a better woman than I will ever be. I couldn't do it. I, yeah, I, I got anxiety just thinking about it. Um, yeah, so, okay, we need to talk about the ending. <laughs> Which Laura literally messaged me and was like, I missed the last five minutes because of such and such reason. And I was just like, oh, well, this is what you missed. And she was like, seriously? I, like, come on. So I did, like I said, I did end up going back and seeing mm-hmm. it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And like, are you fucking serious? Because then again, it's like, okay, well, why does the, like, why, what, have you read the info for the next episode? No. Okay. Why do you think he did that? I think it's because of like Alzheimer's forgot what the fuck he was doing. No, he had a fucking stroke. What? I know. And the fucking, the I was saying, cause normally the- that type of storyline is, oh, I'm old and I got confused and I did drive instead of reverse. Yes. No, it literally, Athena's father suffers a stroke. Wait, I'm sorry. While on FaceTime with her mom, Athena's father suffers a stroke and crashes through the wall of his house. I swear to God, if they kill her parents, I'm going to be like, this is not what we meant when we said kill somebody. Oh, no. <laughs> oh God. They but better like, not. No, I watched that and Karen... <laughs> Bless Karen. I, I, I'm so glad she doesn't listen to this podcast because I'm sure she'd probably get mad at me for like saying things that happened between us. But anyway, <sighs> um, she literally commented as we were watching. She's like, wait, I thought he was going to the store. <laughs> just like, Karen, he's old as fuck. He probably thought he was putting it in reverse and he put it in drive. Right. And that's what I thought, too. I was like, oh, he, he was confused. Or like, I even was like, maybe he passed out or something. OK, oh, that's possible, too. Broke. Listen, well, to be honest, it's not the craziest. So last week I talked about call the midwife. I'm going to talk about it again. So uh, their finale for this most recent season was like this big, like two parter. And so the first part of the finale, there's a train crash because obviously this was the fifties and sixties. So like, that's how their mode of transportation was. And it turns out that the conductor of the train had a brain tumor and didn't realize and he had a seizure while driving and crashed the train. So I'm like, oh, I mean, it's similar to this. A lot more devastating on Call the Midwife. More people died, but <laughs> yeah. I know that sounded callous. I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Yeah, it is similar for sure. Yeah. So I just I'm not putting 911 in the caliber of the writing for Call the Midwife because they're British <laughs> and they write very well. We're yeah. American. We are like, it's like what you ordered, what you got from Wish. Yeah. Like literally absolutely. that's British writing versus American writing. <laughs> like, yeah. Most of uh... the shows I watch are British. <laughs> I don't even know. Like I, could I name like five right now? What British shows that I watch? Oh, I don't know. I don't know about you. I don't even think I could. I watch a honestly. lot. <clears throat> I mean, I watch Doctor Who. I will always watch Doctor Who, no matter what. 
you can't tear me away from that, even if it's terrible writing, because sometimes there is terrible writing. Um, but Russell T. Davies is back, so like I'm happy about it. Um, so fair. So fair. And then there's Call the Midwife, which is like Canadian, British, same difference, pretty much. Yes. Uh, pretty much same difference. Um, it's British, but it's also like it airs on, in Canada at the same time as Britain, but like America doesn't get it till like six months later. Like it's weird. Unless you have PBS, which most oh, people Oh, yeah, like Dairy Girl. Like. Yeah, yeah. So what else do I watch that's British? Maybe not. So, I used yeah, to watch a lot Athena's more. But anyway, whatever. Athena's parents. They're dying. Uh, they're dying. <laughs> because that maybe, car hit her mom, okay? That car hit her mom. <laughs> it just made me so genuinely sad because they were so excited to, like, go out and yeah. fuck around. And go well, on their fucking cruise, and then you know, stupid fucking dad had to have a stroke. <laughs> but also, I I was happy because also Athena's parents haven't always liked Bobby. So like the fact that they're now happy for Athena and Bobby, and they're like, oh my gosh, you're going on your honeymoon finally, like all that, like it was a good sign. Like things were looking up, and then Athena and Bobby were finally gonna get to do their own thing, and then no. Yeah, and then he had to take the fucking spotlight again. (laughs) (laughs) Blame the old man for having a medical emergency. (laughs) I 100% will. I fucking will. And a stroke is when you cannot see coming either. Like, that shit is fucked. It's true. It's true. Somebody who's witnessed somebody have a stroke, you don't know when that shit is happening. (laughs) Ugh. Oh man, as someone who's no had a family member deal with a stroke, yes, <laughs> I agree. <clears throat> what I said, as someone who had a family member suffer from a stroke, yes, I agree. You can't see. It oh coming. well, yeah. The person I watched have one was my mother. <laughs> Lovely. Oh yeah. Fun times. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Anyways, but yes, that that is that, ladies and gents. We have actually stayed fairly on topic for 45 minutes. I'm very proud of us. <laughs> I'm very proud of us. But also, again, I am so deeply sad for Bobby and Athena. All right. My prediction is Ooh. not a Bobby and Athena prediction. It's a Buck and Eddie one. It is. My prediction is I'm agreeing with a tweet that I saw today and sent to Laura that they will either kiss or like confess their love to each other in the finale and then we won't get a renewal I just think that would be so funny (laughs) it would be hilarious okay now my serious prediction (laughs) that was just my stupid prediction that I was like yes (laughs) I agree with this um no my real prediction is that Bobby and Athena will finally get to do something for themselves but unfortunately we'll have to wait till like the end of the season because <laughs> you know they're gonna fuck with them all season you know they're going to also you've mentioned it and I've mentioned it they need to fix their hairstylist on set Athena See, I thought they did really good this episode she does that's true but maybe i'm hoping that the rest of the season will be as good because most of the time she's not that good she doesn't look that good no No. most of the time she looks like she rolled out of bed and someone threw something on her head um but 
Like, I'm hoping that this was not a fluke. But I also feel like it was easier because they had her hair up. So it was just like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Well, no, but it was really cute when um, she went to Hen's house, too. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like around her shoulders. You're right. You're right. I'm wrong. When they, I was like, oh, they are learning. Yes. Well, but surely. <laughs> They're probably like, Aisha, we love that you love a shaved head because we don't have to do any work. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> you know that's what they're thinking. Because <laughs> uh, Aisha's had a shaved head since, like, her days on True Blood. Jeez. <laughs> like, I mean, Aisha's, good for her. She's always had the beaut- rock that beautiful bald head look. Love it. I could not rock a bald head I know that I couldn't I have a giant <laughs> you you would look really weird without any hair I'm not, nothing against you but you would look weird without hair I know and it's because and you don't notice it at first you only notice it when I mention it I have a giant fucking head like I had to get men's size fucking masks in the beginning oh. of the pandemic I have a giant fucking head and face oh I don't I don't look too bad with really short hair I actually look better with short hair than long hair um, which is fine. Cause I'm living my short hair era again. I had a long hair era for like two years. That was pandemic hair. So fair. Anyways. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anything else exciting happening in the world of television before we leave? Uh, Cause I feel like we always have to talk a little bit about non- Nine on one television at the end, or else the universe is not correct. What the fuck else is happening on TV? Daredevil comes back this week. Well, wait, let the me rephrase new, that. The new Daredevil, right? The so Daredevil comes back in the sense of like his character is coming back, not the right. show. Right. That's a yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, that's exciting should be at least I don't even know if that's actually confirmed it was somebody said something oh somebody was (laughs) tweeting yesterday about how excited they were for Andor to come because they're (gasps) like oh my god they were like they're like I love Star Wars and like Rogue One was my favorite Star Wars movie and I was just like Andor's like the least one I'm concerned about like (laughs) I I am not a huge huge fan of Rogue One so like I was just like I don't care about Andor Oh, see, I'm fucking psyched. I'm so excited to watch <laughs> they Andor. Gave it, they, gave you, they gave you a three-episode premiere, so. Yeah, that's a little excessive, in my humble opinion. Yeah, but it's fine enough to do two. Like, Obi-Wan Kenobi did two, and that was fine. I think that they wanted to catch up to... I don't... There's too many fucking words in the names of those... The new Game of Thrones show and the fucking House Amazon of, show. House of Dragons and... The House of Dragon and... Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. Which Too many names. I have only watched like two episodes of the Rings of Power. I love Lord of the Rings and I and I love the two episodes I've seen, but like I keep forgetting to watch it. <laughs> I literally keep forgetting to watch it. And then someone brings it up in conversation. I'm like, oh yeah, I need to watch that. And then 10 minutes later, I forget again. You gotta get TV time. I should get TV time. I love it. It literally saves my life sometimes. 
as long as I remember the shows I'm reviewing, I really don't care. I was like, I can catch up on anything else whenever I feel like it. That's fair. I feel but, like TV is unfortunately a very large part of my life. I mean, we do write about television. We do talk about television. It is a big part of our yeah. lives. I, I want to bring my podcast back so bad. Oh, you should. <laughs> You're like, I barely have time for this one. <laughs> I know. Literally. <laughs> I tell you as I am like, ugh. like I did an episode for my other one this past weekend with Charles and it was fine. It was a fine conversation. It was like, whatever. It was one of those conversations that like, it didn't get too like heated, but at the same time, minutes before I got on, I was just like, oh, I don't want to do this. I just don't have the energy to do this. No. We've gone to from him and I, when we started our podcast, it was like once every other week. And then we went to, now we only do it once a month. Cause I'm just like, Charles, I can't handle it. I just, I need it once a month. That's it. I don't have time. (laughs) Yeah, no, seriously. I was like, I do 911 every week. I have no time for another podcast during the week. Yeah. It's exhausting, but it's like, like, it's fun, you know? Oh, it is fun. Um, I do enjoy our time together. <laughs> this season, this season, we should definitely bring Justine on at some point again <gasps> because I love Justine and Justine loves our podcast. So I feel like we need to bring her on again at some point. Which, speaking of which, Justine just got um a like I don't know if it's tech, like a job job, but she's working with Collider now. That's amazing. I know she That's posted awesome. on our Instagram story and I was like holy shit this is like a real huge thing well it's kind of like when Kat got her job at yes. weekly I was like girl yeah and I was like my friends are surviving and thriving <laughs> and I want to cry <laughs> <laughs> and but I'm, I'm very sitting here I'm very happy for them and uh, yeah and I like I love my new job because my job um, started over the summer. I switched positions in the company I currently I've worked for, for like over a year, but like, and I love it. Don't get me wrong. But some days I'm just like, I have no energy because I use so much creativity during the day that I'm like, I turn around. I'm like, Oh, I have to do something for telltale. Oh my God. Yeah. That it would stress me out. Uh, sometimes it, it stresses me out sometimes, but not too bad. I have an interview on Monday with somebody for a movie that I have to watch this weekend because I haven't watched it yet. Um, Ooh, that I got a screener yet? for. No, um, it's a Lifetime movie called An oh. Amish Sin. Um, I love those cool. kinds of movies. I love those kinds of movies. It's a Lifetime movie, which means it's going to be so good. And by good, I mean sarcastically bad. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which... It's funny. I watched an episode of Community last night <laughs> where Abed is like talking and then he's like, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Did my sarcasm not come through? Okay. Uh, and then he like starts really hammering in sarcasm. And I'm like, I love you, Abed. You're my favorite. <laughs> oh, he's oh. a king. Anyways, um, he actually did win um, number one autistic character. <laughs> Because we all Dude, love him. and I just say, and not about this poll specifically, the one you just mentioned, because I didn't even oh, see that one. can we talk about, are we talking about the rom-com poll? Because that one sucked. 
no, I'm going to talk about how we have to fucking stop doing polls. This was a thing like three years ago, you guys. <laughs> like, this was a thing like, I'm so, I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> I I'm only so see them tired. every, I only see them every once in a while. So maybe, maybe my timeline is special, but um, I saw this one because one of my other community stands like was screaming excited about it, which good for them. Like, yeah. Ab- I mean, Abed, Abed deserved it. Like, don't get me wrong. Abed deserved it. But this poll did the top 100. And I'm like, that's too many. Like, just do 30. Just do yeah. 30. Because I was scrolling through to see who else, like, was, because he- these were all nominated by other people. So, like, they were right. nominated by people that had canon them as autistic. And I was just like, because obviously none of them are, like, canically autistic unless, like, maybe, like, 1% of them. Um, right. And so I was just, like, scrolling through, and I was just like, yeah, I agree with that one. And I'm like, no. Like, the problem I had with it for this list was that, like, and not to, not to knock anyone's headcanons, like, not to knock headcanons from people, but, like, they were saying that pretty much every character on Stranger Things was autistic, and I'm like, that is incorrect. No. <laughs> they were like, they were like, I mean, potentially 11, but, like, I feel like 11s is more just a trauma thing than yeah. autism um yeah. Joyce and the buyers brothers I could see a case for those like I could see a case for the three of them like yes Dustin yes. I could potentially see a case for Dustin but someone was like Steve and I was like no you fucking dumb I was like and Robin was not on the list and I was like how is Robin not on this list I was like Robin's the most autistic of all of them <laughs> wow yeah I would yeah but my oh my number God. one autistic headcanon, Katniss Everdeen, was on the list. So I'm like, okay, fine. We're fine here. <laughs> We're fine I just here. Like, Bella Swan was on the list, too. And I was like, absolutely it. not. Huh? Bella Swan was on the list. And I was like, absolutely not. Though, <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of television and Twilight, someone did a fan cam that... that um mashes up the baseball scene on Twilight with a <gasps> baseball scene from a <gasps> League of Our Own and it was glorious. Oh. I glorious. thought you were gonna say the basketball scene from what we do in the shadow. <laughs> no, 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 no. They did a mashup of a actual, you know, similar sport um scene. All right, from a whatever. League of Our Own. They did it. They you need to watch was... a League of Our Own and you'll understand. I know I do, but oh my god. There's so much queer. Ugh. And I'm so happy. The only the only that. downside to League of Our Own is that there is a small, small cameo from Rosie O'Donnell. Is she bad? I just... Do we I not just, like Rosie O'Donnell? No, I just find her slightly annoying. She's on TikTok. Oh, that's fair. She's on TikTok yeah, and fair. she's annoying on TikTok because she shows up on my For You page every once in a while. And wow, she's just I like, not she, she ends her videos with TikTok, you don't stop. And I'm just like, nope, <laughs> you're too old. <laughs> I was like, you're too old to be on TikTok. Also, also, she met her current girlfriend through TikTok. Wait, that's kind of iconic. <laughs> it is kind of iconic. And her new girlfriend is like super mask and very very tattooed and oh my god she's hot anyways and she's younger than Rosie obviously um (laughs) Rosie only goes for younger women like have you not noticed this there's a trend you said that bitch is old (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, she kind of is. <laughs> I mean, you know. She's like my mom's age, which is not old, old, but like, it's still 60s. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait, let's see how old she really is. Hold on. I'm going to Google I guess? this. Yes, you can go guess. guess. Um, Rosie O'Donnell. What year was A League of Their Own? It was like the movie. It was 90. Oh, 90. It was in the 90s. I'm going to say 61. Very close. It was 92. The movie movie was 92. No, she's 60. Literally on the dot, she's 60. The movie was in 92. I guess I just thought she was a lot older. I thought she was mid 60s, but you know, I, whatever, I'm wrong slightly, but whatever. <laughs> I just, I mean, there's nothing wrong with her being on the show because obviously it's cool to have somebody from the movie on yeah. the show. But I was just like, if they were going to eh. get Gina Davis. Oh, I know they were going to get Gina Davis. <clears throat> Iconic legend woman. Ugh, seeing her at the Emmys, she looked gorgeous. I would kill several men for Gina Davis. Um, I will be right there burying those bodies. Yeah, this Um, is not a joke, FBI. Oh, if you ever do want to kill somebody for somebody else, um, you can bury the body under protected plants and then they can never dig it up. Oh, that's smart. I always just think about acid. (laughs) like just someone someone posted that as a meme someone posted that as a meme and I was like that's genius like that is literal genius (laughs) no that is very smart actually because again my first thing is always like well you have to cut up the body and then put it in acid yeah I mean the Dahmer effect so yeah yes (laughs) yeah I had to mention Dahmer because that series came out today or that movie or whatever came out today Uh. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I will watch it. Not because here's the thing. I like Dahmer, but I think he's a way overdone, just like Bundy's way overdone in regards you to like, like Dahmer. I li- like he's one of the more fascinating serial killers. Like I So you're interested in Dahmer. Right. That's what I mean by that. Not like, <laughs> <laughs> not like I like him. Like I let's see, buddy. <laughs> Like, I know that's not what you mean, but, like, I needed to clear it up. <laughs> He's the most fast. I'm fascinated by him. There we go. Um, but I was almost going to reply to your tweet about it this morning where I was like, you know, one of those serial killers they never really, like, make movies and stuff about? And that's the one that I grew up knowing about because it happened in my backyard, basically, was BTK. And I'm like, really? he's, a, he's a such an he's such an idiot of a killer. I'm surprised it took them like 30 years to figure out who the fuck he was. Oh, like, I'm he's not. literally an idiot. Like, <laughs> but then no, again, I was so- like, also the Wichita police is are fucking mm-hmm. idiots. Exactly. I grew up around the Wichita police. Like I, they're idiots. Um, exactly. But yeah, I grew up in Kansas. So like I was a freshman in high school when it was revealed who he was and we stopped doing what we were supposed to be doing in social studies and watched his trial. Whoa, that fucks. 
my mom was like, I don't know if you should be watching. There's like a lot of grisly stuff. And I was like, mom, I've been reading books about serial killers since I was 12. (laughs) I was like, we're good. I was like, I've read about Gacy and his basement of boys. Yeah. Yeah. And his basement of boys. (laughs) It was like, I was the one who put it, who put the bodies under the house. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Yeah, but be, anyway, I was like, too, right? but also I was like, BTK deserves more attention because his victims deserve more attention because all of them were women and some of them were of colored races. Like, he, I was just like, I was like, listen, we need to focus more on this guy, but like his victims, because their stories were really interesting. I felt really bad for them. He, almost every single one of his cases, he bumbled it because he thought their family members wouldn't be home and that's how he ended up killing a whole family at one point because he was like oh fuck they're all home so he's like i gotta kill them all (laughs) other times other times he like killed the mom and like locked the kids up in the bathroom and then was like don't worry kids and i'm just like bitch you just fucked them up for life (laughs) like anyways have you seen the fall with jillian anderson is maybe because that's that the one the, that's like kind of a cult like churchy thing no what am i thinking the of? fall is is she's a police detective basically and and oh. she is trying to get a serial killer oh no then i haven't seen that um but the serial killer is is modeled off of btk nice yeah i know that I mean, mind hunter sort of started too but then you know mind hunter got canceled so <laughs> as Listen. it does as it does anyways now that we're completely off the rails it only took <laughs> us an hour no it actually is not really i mean it started talking about streaming related stuff and then we got off subject a little yeah <clears throat> anyways um do not go watch right Ry- do not give ryan murphy more attention than he deserves which is zero attention um i mean i'll probably still watch it but <laughs> I just like just because I love Evan Peters I love Evan Peters that's my problem I get I mean he's fine Evan Peters is fine he's great but like shit like this also I heard I heard I heard Niecy Nash is phenomenal in this oh I didn't know she was in this Mm -hmm. she's in Dahmer she's in Dahmer yeah she plays a family member of one of the boys he kidnaps and kills I think Right, because he, like, specifically targeted black boys, because nobody gave yep. a shit about them. Black boys and Mexicans. Yep. Anyways, well, guys, we will see you for next week when we learn more about Athena's probably dead parents. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I went there. I like to go there. <laughs> Listen, yeah. we go there. <laughs> it's so good to be back it's so good to be back talking about this show uh, I say I'm don't get I said don't I said don't give Ryan Murphy any attention as we have a podcast about a show he created I know <laughs> sometimes I forget that Ryan Murphy did this I mean he doesn't have much of his hands in the pot for this one but like still his name is on it well very much so and if, I don't know, if you feel like 
following us on Twitter, you can find us. You can find me at Dorothy NYC 89. I'm at Laura Womberg. It's just my name. Yeah. We tweet the weirdest shit. We really do. Between the two of us. I think us. that you're trying to say I tweet the weirdest shit and you're trying to be nice about it. <laughs> no, because I tweet some weird shit sometimes too. Fair. I do. I do. I tweet a lot. I Listen, I tweet a lot of Star Wars and Lord of the Rings memes um, because that's where my brain is 24-7. And I tweet that granulated picture of Nicki Minaj going, <laughs> so there's the set of pixels at least three times a day. <laughs> anyway I'm an unhealthy person we're both unhealthy that's why we talk about this show yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah. my goodness anyways until next week guys bye bye